Alright. Andy the destroyer, dude. The destroyer, the annihilator. Ow! Andy the annihilator. I didn't even think about that. The giant slayer. Andy are you the guys annihilator. You guys are ready? This episode of Hot Boxing is brought to you by all the beautiful Hot Boxing listeners who have grabbed a limited edition hoodie, t-shirt, or hat from the Hot Boxing shop at hotboxingpodcast.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another very special episode of Hot Boxing. It's not every day the no champ way, this is comes to the day, office. Dude. Andy Ruiz in the house. Welcome, my brother. The champ of the world. Heavyweight champ of the world. Thank That's you, man. Awesome wow. Title. Heavyweight <laughs> champ of the world. You know, it's pretty amazing. I'm just sitting here thinking about I hang out with Mike all the time, and I feel yeah. so blessed to be able to spend time with you. Mike, you won your first belt, 80... Eighty-six. So we've got the heavyweight champion of the world of 86 and the heavyweight champion of the world of 2019. That's crazy, right? It's pretty amazing, man. Yeah, man. It's a big blessing. You know, Mike Tyson, he's a, I'm the big-ass fan, you know. I've been Thank looking you, up brother. to him since Thank I was you. a young kid. And now to be here next to a champion, it's, it's beautiful. But it's so beautiful that you're the champ, you know, underdog. Nobody thought he was going to do it with a, you know, yeah. with a giant of a guy at the time. That's just really good. This this whole thing is just beautiful. This is just Thank you, man. really, you know, godly you know, beautiful. From everybody underestimating me, telling me that I was going to lose the way that I look, you know, being chubby or whatnot. But, you know what, thanks to God, I, I pulled it off. You know, all the hard work, dedication that came through and... All the all the supporting that I have, you know, and all the Mexican fans, I really appreciate that. You know what I know in life and from fighting, I learned them from fighting. You know, like in fighting, there are two fighters, there are two people in competition in general, right? And then there's statistics on who they are and what they have accomplished and stuff. But the things on the statistics, you know, they talk about weight that he may be overweight, he's ten pounds heavier than he was last fight. They see that, but there's things on the statistic scales that. That's invisible that you don't see, like perseverance, mm-hmm. discipline, determination. You don't see that. That's, invi- yeah. that's invincible. But those are key qualities to success. The intangibles. Invi- yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So key for any athlete or competitor. What does it mean to you, man? Like growing up, watching guys like Mike, I'm sure you were inspired by Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and other fighters as well, watching those because we grew up in that YouTube era mm-hmm. where YouTube came out and you could start watching all these guys fight from the old days. Yeah. So what does that mean to you to now be, you know, you're not just a guy looking out, looking from the outside in, but you're part of that legacy now. Yeah, it means a lot, you know, from making history, from becoming the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. It, it's a big blessing, you know, something I, uh, I, you know, I did something big for Mexico and, you know, it's great. My name's always going to be there. You know, Andrew Ruiz Jr., the first Mexican heavyweight champion. No, nothing could take that away from me, you know. So I thank God and uh, all the hard work. You know, I've been waiting for this for all my life. But because and now, of you, there'll be more Mexican heavyweight champions. Yeah, there will. Yeah, you showed them the way, man. Yeah, big time. Well, I, the thing is, I'm, I'm just trying to show people that everything's possible, you know. Everything is possible. Just working hard, believing in yourself and... You know, just just training training for what you want in life, so it's possible. 
How many brothers and sisters you have? I have a younger brother, Danny Reese. He's he just turned actually twenty, and my sister Jessica, she's thirty, thirty-four. Cool. It's just me. It's just a little bit, you know. Small family. Yeah, but I wanted a big family, so I have five kids. Cool. So, wow. Yeah. Amazing, man. When did you start boxing? Since I was six years old, my dad took me to a gym. Um, chubby little kid, you know, breaking everything. That's why they called me the destroyer. Yeah. And um, I had so much energy. My dad took me to a gym, and I was six years old. My first amateur fight, I was seven years old. And so then um, I just kept training, kept fighting, doing a lot of amateur stuff. But my dad was... He's always been um, there for me. You know, if it wasn't for him, I I, I don't know where I would have been at. Always pushing me, um, looking for me at my friend's house. Like, hey, Andy, you got to fucking go train. What are you doing? And, oh, that's beautiful. Um, getting me in trouble, you know. So he's always been there. It's amazing, man. It's a lot of hours. A lot of A lot hours. of time. A lot of years. A lot yeah. of years. A lot of disappointment during those years. Yeah. Getting beaten in the amateurs. Not really think, fuck, how am I going to be heavyweight champion? Well, I can't beat this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of doubt in yourself. Absolutely. You know what's the most difficult part of boxing? Or anything in general. When you first start to keep that drive and that fight, um, regardless of what happened, disappointments during that time, you get beat, you get knocked out, mm. you must lose, You might lose somebody in your family, things happen, things don't look like it's going to go your way, but you just keep the perseverance. You never give up, and look what happened. Yeah. What was your mindset like going into that fight? For that fight, I was... I was mentally focused for that fight, you know, especially because um, April 20th, I just got done fighting um, Alexander Dimitrenko. Mm -hmm. It was my first fight on PBC, uh, thanks to Al Heyman and them, and um, I was just ready, you know. I was set mode, and and after I I took him out in the fifth round, I think he didn't want to continue. Uh, After that fight, I kept saying that I want to fight uh, Anthony Joshua. Um, If they don't have a a fight or an opponent, hey, I want to fight him. I'm ready. I just got done fighting. And I messaged Eddie Hearns, and what do you know? He messaged me back, and we got it done real quick. It's going to be exciting to see the rematch. Yeah, the the rematch. rematch. Is that? Do we have a date for that yet? Uh, no date, but it should be sometime. It's going to be this year, probably in December, but we're still negotiating where it's going to be at. Mike, you defended your title nine times? Yes. Wow. That's nice. amazing, man. How was that for you, man, having to defend the title and keep coming back and keeping yourself at that level? Fuck, I don't even remember that really? shit. <laughs> wow. yeah. I used, um, yeah, I used to... Um, I was all in my ego back then. Everything yeah. was my ego back then. You were just a monster. Yeah. That's what I did. It was just fucking ego. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, you sure you want to fight? Yeah. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Fucking crazy stuff, yeah. man. Yeah. How about you, Andy? Is that, what's your mindset like right now as you get ready to defend that thing? Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you feel when you're in the dressing room right before you go out? To walk, to walk, to get in the ring. Well, I'm just like, damn, man. Um, the guy in front of me, he's, he's he's trying to rip my head off. He's trying to take my kids' Cheerios away from the kitchen. You know, their cornflakes. Um, I, I'm I'm mostly just thinking about them. You know, because I don't want to lose, and I don't I don't want them to be disappointed. So uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just I, I fight for my kids and my family, and 
to honor God. What do your friends say? Your kids' friends in school say? Uh, nothing that that I'm like a a superhero, you know. Yeah. yeah, especially to my kids and. Well, at least they could say, you know, my daddy could beat your daddy up or, or something, you know. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, they're, they're really happy, man. We're really blessed. That's a trip, and man. You grew up sure. in Mexico? Um, I would train over there almost every okay. day. So that's why I represent Mexicali, Baja California, and ah. in, in, in Mexico. So um, when I was young, we were always back and forth going over there. But, you know, that's cool. So what after you won the belt, man? Oh hell, my thing. What? What? Yeah, that's crazy. What'd your life become like? What have you? What did Too you? Too many cameras. What was the huh? next thing? What was the cameras like getting off the plane when you were coming home? So it was crazy, man. But you know, I think that all comes with it, and it's just a big blessing, you know. And like I said, this is what I've been waiting and, and dreaming about my whole life, and um. There's just a lot of happy people, you know. Everybody that yeah, come up, big time. everybody that comes up to me, there everyone's happy. And but but it does sometimes get gets annoying, you know. Everybody wants pictures. Like uh, you know, you can't keep everyone satisfied. No, you're not and, and, yeah, and Heavy I want to say this too because over there in my hometown, I was I think at Walmart or something, and I. I I was with my kids and I couldn't take a picture with, with with the person and I guess he got mad and he put it on social media. Oh, you know there, there's just a lot hey. of people like that. Hey, listen, this is how it's called. <laughs> it's right? crazy. Check this I, I want to hear your advice. Let's see. Yeah, how this guy's got the advice for that. It's this is how I look at it, right? You take a picture with this guy and it's over. You don't have to see him no more. He won't bother mm-hmm. you no more. He may say thank you. You know, I that's why I make my objective do the the, the the disarm confrontation. I take the picture. Mm-hmm. From my experience, I know that people get that way. So I know from my experience, he hasn't been champ long enough to realize. You know, people get that way. They get their feelings involved because um, this is what they think. This is what I thought. If he doesn't give me something's wrong with me, it's not him. Something's wrong with me. Am I dirty? Am I smelly? Am I ugly? Why didn't he want to take a picture with me? <laughs> In my mind, it's me. So it's never him. So I always know that it could be in his mind, he might think it's him. It might be a fence. So I always take a picture with him. You know what I mean? I used to have to avoid problems real quick in this, you know. Yeah. And, but what? you have to understand these people, because they feel like they own you because, in a way, they did make you. Yeah. So they have that feeling, that attachment to you. That's, true. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, they're, human they're the fans, yeah. exactly. It's like if me or my daughter, you know, she saw Justin Bieber or somebody, my daughter's going to be like, wow, yeah, yeah. I want a picture. <laughs> but we never That's know what funny. happened. Look, post somebody in this family was sick that day. Mm-hmm. You just don't feel like it, right? I just can't do it right now. You know, everybody deal with life differently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about... You know, you're out somewhere and you've got a crowd of people mm-hmm. coming at you. That's how it is, bro. Every, yeah. Especially in my hometown, you, you know. Do what but, you can do, and you just move on. Yeah, you know, I sign them and walk, moving. I'm fine. I'm fine. I get in the car, love you. And I'm yeah, as many as I can sign before I get out of here. Yeah, but there's sometimes me. I'm trying to. Um, Trying to please everybody, and I'm like, oh, trying yeah. to be, trying to be the nice guy, you know. Yeah. But, but like I said, it's all big blessings, and um, you know, I love my fans, all my supporters, and you know, 
I just can't wait for the rematch too. You know, I think that's what's most important right now, just to stay See, when focused. When I was young and stuff, I had fans. I was just crazy. I would fuck my fans and shit. The right I haven't got there. Well, I, I, wasn't, I, used, I wasn't used to that. You know, I wasn't used to people that came yeah. up. Yeah, he I just loved where, you. I don't even know where I live at. Everybody got these big packs of racks of mail, and I'm looking at them, they're sending naked pictures. Oh, fuck. Damn. Fuck, You're beloved. Face. Yeah. You can beloved. Mm-hmm. And you can get paid. Try to be as normal as possible. This shit can take your head to another place. Man. Yeah. Well, I guess but you have a family and stuff, so you pretty Yeah, my girl, my girl fucked me up. Yeah. yeah, but it's true, so, man. I was just a my young, single guy. Something. I was just going crazy. <laughs> I would meet a girl. She would send me number. I go my, my mail. I look, and she sent me a nice picture looking great. I would call up, come over. I'll send a ticket for you. Wow. Oh, I was a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's, that's normal. That's a fucking that's perv. Huh. Yeah. Perv You're a star. <laughs> You're know. a star. Yeah, dude. There's nothing wrong. I mean, you know. You were a single dude, man. Yeah, I'm only 19 as a kid. I didn't know any better. Yeah, that's crazy, man. You weren't even man. 21 when you became the yeah, champ, Yeah, I didn't know any better. I can't believe I'm right here, dude. How does it I feel to be with know. Mike? It feels good. You know, I, I, I'm i just smiling the whole time. No, so. you have to yeah. understand. No, you have to, this is God. This is ordained by God. I didn't understand my life either and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's a stronger force out here. We call it God, but it's a stronger force that guides us. We think we're shifting and driving the car, but we're not. It was meant to be, for sure. Yeah. It's exciting, man. I mean, for a big dude, you've got some fucking fast hands, brother. Yeah. How how did you develop that? I think my dad, you know, my dad, ever since I was young, we would always do mitts. You know, I think that was my favorite thing when I was a little kid, do a lot of, mm. a lot of mitt work. I like and- the big bag. Yeah. Heavy bag. Mm-hmm. Really, Mike? Yeah, heavy bag. Power. Yeah. 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 And um, and ever since, um, you know, we just practiced the speed a lot. And but I think it's just God's gift, you know. Yeah. He He gave me these these speed and me being big and all that. So yeah, I kind of. It's your unique composition. Yeah. Yeah. You do any speeches at schools and stuff yet? Yeah. I went over there a few uh, over there in my hometown. Cool. Have you just been flying around, meeting people, going to events, shaking hands, kissing babies? How do you take yeah. this shit in? Because I think about it when I was chilling. How do you know how to take this shit in? How do you take this shit in? Because now people want you to come and and essentially bless them and bless like their lives. You know, I mean, you're that type of figure now. How's that? That's crazy. Just want to touch you and shit. Yeah, yeah just be around you. Want to touch me, everybody, and it's crazy, you know. But how are you? How are you? Just how are you processing that? How are you dealing with it? Do you just are you just taking it moment by moment? Do you have any? I'm just enjoying myself right now, you know, and all the things that come to me. At least all the the positive stuff that come to me, I. I receive it, and, and we're just enjoying life, you know, and especially with my kids, my family, and um, buying, just buying the stuff that, that I always wanted, you know, and, oh, and especially awesome. my my parents bought my mom uh, her dream car, and, um, you know, just in, enjoying, enjoying life until I have to start camp again and then yeah. have to make a statement again. Mm-hmm. 
when does camp start for you? Uh, the end of August. Okay. The end of this month. Actually. You're coming up on it. Yeah. Time to Last grind again. Last week, dog. <laughs> I used to hate going to fucking yeah, camp. Yeah, me too, like, bro. Fuck. Training camp and I mean, football sucks. Me and Abe say, Mike, you, got, you ready to get on the flight? Yeah, motherfucker. You, the flight, are you ready for me to get on the flight? <laughs> you get a fucking attitude. Yeah. I'm the flight. I didn't want to go to camp. Training camp's brutal, man. It's hard, you know, especially when you have um, a lot of kids. You know, you got to yeah. be away from them and be away from the wifey. And, you know, when you want to fuck, she's, no one's there. Or <laughs> I don't know. It's... It's hard, man. Yeah, I would always get mad shit. at my trainer because he worked me hard. Fuck, man. I'm chill. I'm not in shape. <laughs> training camp in the NFL, you'd have a conditioning test the first day you got back. Yeah. And oh. they'd see if you were in shape or not. I'm like, dude, isn't that what this shit's for? To get in shape, to man. get in shape? <laughs> it's brutal, man. Um, Some guys like Walter Payton, he has stayed in shape all year round. Yeah, yeah. The Some guys are animal. In, yeah, just incredible shape. Just machines, man. I Any like boxers? Dwink, though. Huh? I like the Dwink. Thank you very much. Yeah. Next party, the I thought it was brother. Nice. Man, I'm really dwink. proud of you, man. You really did it. And that was really beautiful. Thank Champ you, of the man. World. I appreciate that. You know how many great men tried for that title and never got it? Great fighters. God, millions of kids are dreaming of that. You know? And it's possible, you know? It's possible. All the kids... To have dreams is dream big and just work hard. Yeah. So all I can say is work hard and pray. I, I'm telling you, I pray to God and for these opportunities to come. And but of course, I had to work hard. You know, I had to work hard. But but dreaming big and just praying. Telling you, praying. Did you have any times along the way where you were like, "Fuck, I don't know if I'm going to make it." Were there of any? course, you know. There's there's a lot of times when I when I didn't. Yeah, doubt. Yep, doubt. Sometimes you're not getting the results that you want and that yeah. you expect. You're wow. Exactly. Maybe I'm not that good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about any so. any fights you had where you're like, "Fuck, I just got my ass kicked." You know what? I've been hurt more in sparring than in my real fights. Interesting. Because I've got lazy in sparring or something like that. I think Mike has said that before. Yeah, you get yeah. fucked up in sparring. <laughs> yeah. Especially the guys used to boxing you and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's aware of all your moves. He maybe some days he might kick your ass to make you look real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're, I don't know. We're, there's always our good and bad days, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. when, we're, when we're tired, fuck, we have to fucking spar again. Like, I don't know. It yeah. gets a little tiring, but that's what we got to do. Yeah. It's the grind. Mm-hmm. He beating your ass too. <laughs> and then this guy's sparring partner beating you the champ when he's in there beating your ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what are you doing? Where do you live? You live in L.A. I live in um, Imperial Valley, but I just bought a house in Alpine, California. Awesome, man. Uh huh. It's like twenty minutes away from San Diego. Good for you, brother. Mm-hmm. That's Thank awesome. You. So what are you doing? What are you doing right now before you're getting ready to go to back to training camp? Right now, we're just uh, enjoying these good good interviews, you know, with good people, good vibes, and I was uh, with Joe Rogan. I know, I was going to say that. Awesome, How was yeah. Joe? It was cool, man. He's a really good guy, really humble guy. He got some cool uh, facility. Great like you facility. Guys, you know? Yeah. We got to get Joe here. We got to get Joe yeah. on. Definitely. I was supposed to go to this uh, comedian show yesterday, but we didn't get to, we didn't make it in time. Who's that? 
Um, I think Joe Rogan was going to go on uh, some comedian show mm. here mm. in Hollywood. Yeah, there's a lot of those guys. Do you go out in mm. clubs? No, I tell you no. that I don't really go to clubs. It's no. kind of I don't like really being around where I can't really Ingested, move. Yeah. yeah. I'm a claustrophobic guy. Respect that. <laughs> I feel that too, man. A lot of people, yeah. she can get a little squirrely for me. Mm-hmm. What do you want to you know? do in life? I know I became the champion of the world. I want to defend it a lot of times. Uh, um, I want to fight Tyson Fury. But like in life after boxing yeah. or... Um, so uh, my dad's a contractor. So what we want to do is... Have um, built like an empire of construction and build like a lot of houses over there in my hometown. Yeah. So I have a lot of cousins right here. We got Fidel right here, Fidel Ponce. Fidel! Fidel Bledders! <laughs> Fidel! Fidel! He's a realtor and, you know, he, he looks for lots and houses for me, so he helps me out. It's awesome, man. Yeah, because boxing doesn't last forever. It does. And when it's over, you're still young. Ain't that some bullshit? Mm-hmm. You're too old for boxing, but you're just a baby in life. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is weird. I didn't understand that. Yeah. When I first retired. <laughs> yeah. How old were you when you were done? Like? I don't know. I might have been 40, 39, something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. It's a long time, man. 20 years? 20-something years, yeah. Wow. That's all I ever wanted to do as a kid. That's all I, I saw. I saw. Listen, the first time I ever saw, I saw Roberto Duran fight Sugar Ray Leonard in 1980. It was June 20th, right? I seen that, and I've never been the same my whole life. It's just like taking a toad. Mm. My whole life changed. Mm. I want to be like these guys. Mm. And Duran won the fight, so that was my hero. Mm. I wanted to be like him. I used to, I used to go to the restaurants where he used to eat at. I used to read about, and I would go there and I wait for him outside. Mm. Just to oh, see him. Shit. Yeah. Shake his hand. Yeah, I worshipped him. He was like a god to me. Yeah. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. That lineage, you know, the process of how we become who we are. No, um, our illusion of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Duran was a fucking savage, a vicious motherfucker. And whoa, I always said that turned me on. I said, wow, my dick got hard. He was an animal. No, really, he was an animal. I said, yes. fuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I vibe with that, bro. It's amazing. Do you have anybody like that, Andy? Um, that I like in boxing. Any heroes that just really like. Lit that lit that fire in your soul, man, of who you are and what you wanted to be. You know, yeah, because it takes a lot of energy. Fucking soul. That's what. That's what it was. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I I just knew that this my life. That's what I was gonna do. Mm. I think it's just all the fights that I've seen. You know, especially of his of Mike Tyson's fights and everybody else's. But um, I don't know. I think it was just my drive of wanting to prove everybody wrong Mm. and. That's strong. And, and for myself, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I want people to look up to me, too. And What is, and that, what is that like, proving people wrong? How do you feel? That must be something, right? I prove people so wrong. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers, like, look, I fucking did it. Yeah. Everybody that was hating, but, you know, I, I still love the, the doubters, too, you know. They're, they're all fans. Yeah. I don't care. And in a funny way, without them. You might not have been so motivated. Exactly. You know? 
If everybody just loved you and thought you were great and said, yeah, you're going to be champion, man. I mean, that's good, too. That's positive as well. But you might not have been so pissed off. Yeah, that you could do that. But, you know, the, the kids, I think, they're the most motivation Absolutely. thing right now. I you believe You got to remember your family comes first. Yeah. Everything is secondary. Exactly. Yeah. Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Because at the end of the day, when all this is over and we're getting old and gray and everything, and a lot of our friends are dead, this is all we have, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure that. No doubt about it, man. Well, brother, it's really an honor to have you in here. Yeah, this is beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I've been thinking for a long time that I think it would be really beautiful if Mike got to meet you know the young champions of mm-hmm. this de- of this time because yeah, i think mike crazy, has right? so much him a long time ago yeah. i think one time we met in at the mgm at some really friends yeah that's awesome a while back <laughs> when i was still with top rank i say to myself sometimes i said i wonder how they feel in there you know what i mean i know how i feel i see the fighters fighting i said i wonder how they feel in there yeah it was they're hoping they feel felt like you felt yeah you yeah. know I feel like I had to entertain the crowd. I had to entertain the crowd. It's amazing, dude. I just thought I had to win, you know. I had to win. Like, I was was scared to lose, you know. And Mm. and I don't know. There's just so many people um, depending on you. That's that's how I felt. So many people depending on you. And just that drive that, fuck, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose, but... But I think working hard, you know, working hard and wanting to fucking win, you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You the put the work in. Wants it more. Yeah. Well, you put the work in, something good is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you said, Mike, the harder you work, yes, the sir. more luck finds you. Yes, yeah. that's true. You the know? The you are, the harder you work. Yeah. Because the universe, when you put that energy into something... The universe starts to conspire to help you get farther. Angry, hundred percent. You know, so it's awesome, brother. Where can everybody find you, man? Where can everybody uh, yeah. follow well, yeah, the Andy Ruiz story? Everybody can follow me on IG on Andy underscore Destroyer thirteen. Uh, thanks to all my fans, all the supporters. We hit one million followers. So I, I, I never thought that that was going to happen. You know, one so, million followers. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, man. I was really happy. And, um, you know, the, the, that's where they could see part of the my camp uh, or what I do in life, you know, how I'm enjoying my championship, uh, you know. It's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck to you as you defend it. Big time. Thank you. Keep rocking, man. Keep grinding. You know, never forget that that's where it started, man. It was all the hard work you put in since you were six. You know, it doesn't old. change. Never that part does. of it doesn't change. Yeah. So, just but listen. Imagine that this is what you you start at six years old, and your goal is to be the heavyweight champ. You can't go no higher than that. Yeah. So when that you get there, then whoever blows your mind. Yeah. You got to stay high and just be smart. You know, I think that's the main thing right now. Be smart. Be smart with the money and be smart of the people that you have around, and you know, just live right. That's it, brother. That's right. Awesome, man. Well, thank you, dude. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Mike. Mike. It's a special one. Yeah, man. we got the champ, the heavyweight champ of the world. Heavyweight champion of the world, Andy Ruiz, everybody. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Hot Boxing. Be sure to subscribe. 
to our YouTube channel, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Until next time, I'm Eben Britton. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Andy Ruiz Jr., heavyweight champion. The Destroyer! Andy the Destroyer, baby. And we're out of here, everybody. Love. Peace. This episode of Hot Boxing is brought to you by all the beautiful Hot Boxing listeners who have grabbed a limited edition hoodie, t-shirt, or hat from the Hot Boxing shop at hotboxingpodcast.com.